introduction. That was uh, DJ Kose. And cool name, a lot cooler than me. I had to Google his name and pronunciation afterwards just to double check before I introduced him on the show for the first time. Not him, actually, but, you know, his music that I may or may not be copyright infringing upon. But anyways, DJ Kose, um, he's not necessarily an artist I would recommend for anybody, but I have yet to really feature an electronic artist on the show, and I needed to start somewhere. So I figured I'd just go with somebody that's pretty experimental and kind of kind of original and different, you know, someone that stands out, someone that I, I honestly don't even know if I love all his music, but he has some good tracks, and, and they're strange songs and it's out there and it's different it's definitely very different so like i said i wouldn't suggest for anybody but dj koze spelled k-o-z-e that song is called let me look at my phone <laughs> oh man that's gonna be the next one soon but shame instrumental Great song, kind of, you know, different. It's like an electronic song. There's some, like, rap kind of featured near the end. And, and you know, that's not even necessarily my cup of tea, but interesting nonetheless, an interesting combination of sounds, and I highly suggest you check them out. And like I said, if you don't like them, I completely understand. Someone interesting, though. This is the content for the Culture Podcast, though, and I haven't even introduced it yet. So two and a half minutes in, here we are. I'm actually using a mic stand this time. I can, I'm testing the sounds. Um, it's, it, I'm here to apologize, essentially. I want to talk about DJ Kozu, but I got to get this apology out of the way. I, you know, I made a list here of what I'm going to talk about on the show. I'm trying to be a little more professional here and there. I'm trying to hone it, hone it, and and find a succinct way to get the points I want to cross. I want to make it worth your while listening. To what I have to say, and you know, I want it to be fun rambling. Obviously, sometimes I'm not going to come up with a great plan, and I'm not going to, you know, this isn't like a professionally produced show, but I still want to have an ounce of professionalism and uh, professionalism. Um, but I want, I want to, I want to have a uh, professional amount of music and, and television and, and, and film featured on this show, so I feel like my show itself should be professional. So I, I, I what I'm what I'm getting at is I'm apologizing for last week's episode. It was poorly executed, poorly recorded, and it just wasn't that good. I and I, I don't even mean that in what I said. I, I wasn't even listening that much to what I said because you couldn't even fucking hear it. Because I didn't edit it out, I didn't play it back before I started. I was sitting in my bed being a lazy shit. And I guess it's kind of a kind of a testament to how lazy I really was feeling that day. I remember I, I said, you know, I I just I just can't get out of bed. I I'm gonna watch football. I I'm like I can't even drive to my girlfriend's to go podcast in a room alone and, and feel comfortable and, and sit at a table and have headphones on and really get in the zone and it it I wanna apologize because it was it was unprofessional and, and if you don't get what I'm talking about, you either A, don't listen to this podcast, which, you know, is a pretty heavy amount of the population, or B, you listen to the podcast and turn it off after five minutes because 
that's when it started to get bad. I was driving home from happy hour with some friends last week and I, I was like, all right, let's, let's play this song or, or song podcast. Let's play this episode. I want to listen to it, you know, feeling good, just chilling. Let's check it out. I've never really listened to it back. I'm getting more comfortable with the medium itself and, and broadcasting and hearing yourself talk. And I played it and I, you know, it's fine hearing myself talk and, and the opinions I say and slowly, I want, I want to sound more comfortable. I want to sound like, you know, I'm just talking here. And I listened to it, and I, I, I honestly wasn't even assessing that that much because you couldn't hear it. And, and it was five minutes in, I get the song, I'm getting this. I'm like, okay, cool. And then slowly but surely, you can't even hear a goddamn word I'm saying because it was recorded poorly. It was staticky. It was staticky over the song at the end. It was loud and it was fucking obnoxious. And I apologize if you had to listen to that and you had it in earphones. And you're like, what is this bullshit? And I'm going to try not to do that. You know, it, it, it got away from me and I was being lazy. And, you know, I wouldn't mind broadcasting from my bed or broadcasting, you know, chilling there like that and relaxing if it's going to be good. At the end of the day, you know, the, the end product is all that matters. And, and if it's just going to be a heaping pile of shit like it was last week, I it's not worth my time or effort and especially not worth yours. So I want to apologize. That being said, I'm using a mic stand right now. I'm growing up a little bit. I re-listened and re-listened. Actually, I didn't. I listened to it one time, and I was just so pissed off. I was like, ugh, I just want to do next week, so I just want to get it in before I have to go on holiday and got to travel, and I'm just busy as shit this week, so I'm getting it in. And I'm bringing the podcast straight to your ears, content for the cultured. We're back. It feels good. It's been eight days, and I frankly missed you. I had family in town visiting, and... I had a great time with them. I went to a wedding with the family. It was amazing. Had a good time. So it's good to be back. It was busy. Very, very busy. Lots of drives to the airport and dinner outings and festivities. But it was a good time. It was it was definitely worth it and a, and a great time with the family. Um, and that brings me back to my apology. What I just said, you heard me say, um, I'm going to work on that too in terms of improving the show. I listened to that podcast, and what I realized, one, the sound quality, you got to make sure the mic stand is there, because if you're going to have static or anything like that and, and take away from the show, it, it, it makes it not worth listening to whatsoever. It takes away from it completely. It makes it literally useless. You can't even listen to it, even if it were shitty. Uh, secondly, I listened to it, and I heard myself say, like, incredible um, and you know, a million fucking times. And I'm going to try and be better at maybe being more descriptive with different adjectives and also not having those in-between words between your sentences. I mean, that's any good public speaker or broadcaster. It's to the point. It's comfortability. And every word after the other is worth something, is, is for something. Essentially, like every scene in a movie brought it full circle. But really, it... It's something that I'm going to work on and try and be cognizant of. And it's going to get away from me sometimes. But I feel like it's getting better. I like what I'm talking about. I'm getting into the show. I'm having a good time. I do want to keep it more professional. I mean, you know, to a certain extent. But I, I, want, to, <laughs> I, I want to give you something good to listen to, something worth your time. And I'm having fun doing it. It's the fifth episode. I just, just signed up for an unlimited SoundCloud account. So that's a year dedicated plus the website content for the culture.com 
And it was expensive, honestly. $135 worth it, worth every fucking penny. I mean, it's the cost for the uh, podcast is taking a little bit to, to get off the ground, but you know what? Fuck it. Something to put money towards besides buying another guitar. Speaking of which, my girlfriend suggested I start playing a little guitar before some episodes, and I really, I could do it. Uh, I, uh, I think I almost said I'm there, and I went, i uh, working on it. I'm thinking about it, at least. But I was thinking I, I should just plug in the guitar. I have an interface here. I could throw it into the second port. Throw down some juicy tunes. Really, though, it, w- it would be fun. I think it would be a good time. Good time jamming for y'all, and for y'all to hear it and anybody in my area is a guitar player wants to jam drummer singer anything I'm always down but for now I, I, I like playing the artists I'm featuring on here I kind of want to have a little bit more maybe in the background once I get better with GarageBand start playing around with it it's, it's just tough because I use Spotify for streaming so it makes sense to just play into the show just into the mic and I, I listened to it in, in my headphones the other day and I'm like you know what it doesn't sound that bad it, it, it sounds decent enough where I'm like this works for now until people start listening and and start getting into it so it's it's uh something we'll think about but for now i like playing I'm, i like playing my music I'm, I'm gonna or playing my music playing other people's music and um maybe one day i'll start playing my own music and my own little jams and and little funky licks so it's 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 gonna be more professional in some of those first 10 minutes it's gonna be more professional and more focused and driven need to need to not using, not use the word um anymore, or that was a terrible sense. <laughs> Need to not use the word um, or I, you know, or I, I when I said incredible, I, I literally use the word, literally use the word like six times to describe like the same thing. And then like another six times to describe like four other things. And it's like, if you're going to use an adjective to describe something and you're going to like, like that, the word incredible, well, clearly things that are incredible are not incredible to you whatsoever. Cause you know, it shouldn't be a word that you should use for every goddamn thing. I mean, I know I'm talking about music and movies and shows and things that I love. So, I mean, it, it was just a little excessive and, and I need to, I need to work on that. It's taking the easy way out. I think it was just my lazy ass sitting on the couch or on my bed, laying on my bed, <laughs> laying on my bed, podcasting with the mic stand, ruining the sound of the whole episode. So going to work on that. Back to that intro, back to DJ Cosé. And just kind of touching on that briefly before I get into the show, talking about more stuff. And I got a list here. I'm so excited. I'm going to start trying to do that. Get more focus. Koze. Cool name. We all can agree. Interesting electronic. Told you the name already. Check out that song. I hope you like it. I really do. And I hope you like him. I mean, I think he's weird. I think he's strange. I think he's off the wall. I mean, the song I'm going to play at the end, it's called XTZ. Or XTZ. XTC and obviously ecstasy, you know, and um, it's just spelled like the three letters and it, it has like this incredibly, I hate the fucking word, but epic intro that's just kind of like epic, honestly, like the word would usually be described where it like reminds you of just like grand things and it, and it kind of just has that vibe right off the start. It just hits you and, and it gets me amped up for the first three, four minutes. I just crank it. I'm like, this is intense and I am digging it. I am like in this world right now that he has created with the fucking computer. It's so impressive. And then there's this like weird monologue. It's like, is ecstasy. 
It's seriously catastrophic. Is ecstasy the sweet thing in the beginning or bitter in the end? Or is it telling a lie in the truth? And it's, it's, it's cool and I get what they're trying to say and I, I, you know, you know, fuck. God damn it, I should have a tally mark. But it's an interesting song and it's, it's a very encompassing song. But at the same time, it, I think it, it kind of, and that, I think that might be his style, his sense of humor. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek almost. But I, I, I also think, I'm, uh, in my mind, I'm like, you know, you have this amazing song, and they kind of throw this in here, and it's like this song could kind of just be like a crazy banger without that thrown over it. Like, I almost just want the beat, and I just want it to keep going and going and going and not, not even be interrupted with vocals because it just doesn't need that. But at the end of the day, I mean, I can only critique it so much. The guy is very talented. He's very smart. He knows what he's doing, and he, and he has an odd, wry sense of humor with the mu- music he makes, and, and, and who does that in electronic music, you know? It's, god damn it, fucking you know, I just said it. I just had to pause it and restart it and record over it. I'm, I'm working on it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking you know. Maybe that's what I say the most. Besides, incredible. But either way, it is impressive that he makes music like that with that odd sense of humor versus how typical electronic music is today and how, you know, just stereotypical and just so predictable and boring. It's like they try and amp up a club and, and I know it works, you know, like, yeah, it fucking amps you up when you're drunk as hell and you're just having a good time, whatever. But it's also just the same shit every time and there's great electronic music that breaks barriers but also breaks bangers, bro. But actually, really, breaks barriers and, and, and also can be played in a popular setting where you don't have to be someone who's really heavily into music or or into it in a deeper sense than maybe a lot of people are. It's, it's It just gets tiresome hearing that music all the time. So I, I like that he mixes it up. I mean, his stuff is a lot stranger. I don't think it could ever be played in a club or a bar, but I think it's something worth checking out, worth listening to. Hope you enjoy it. And if anything, I just hope you're stimulated by it in the sense of you, you might be thinking to yourself, I've never heard this before. And sometimes that's all you need to feel for music. Sometimes it doesn't have to be anything greater than that. It doesn't have to be, this is making me tap my foot or this is making me want to get up and dance. No, I mean, sometimes music is there to just make you fucking think. Sometimes it's there to just work you a little bit. Just be like, hey, motherfucker, I bet you didn't know this. And it's, oh, no, I didn't. You just, you just rocked me. Rocked me to my core a little bit. You, you, You took me and flip me upside down because I've never heard any of that before and and his music does that sometimes and I'm not saying it's like my god this is the greatest music I've ever heard but it's interesting and I love electronic and I love anything that, that is interesting but not just terrible not just like too much it's it's his music still has a popular a poppy sensitivity to it sometimes you can find some songs that just have a good flow to them still make you want to tap your foot and get down and have a good time so DJ Cozy you gotta check him out just for the sake of, of being enough of a music douche to say you like him, because he's definitely more of a uh, smaller you know crowd that he's appealing to. It's it's not a, not a pop guy whatsoever. Obviously, not not a Calvin Harris of sorts. If you couldn't tell from the intro, but he's great, and I hope you enjoy him, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. I really do. I hope you enjoy the podcast. I, I'm I'm working on it. I've been recording over little bits and pieces here and there um, of some of some fuck-ups, like when I just said, I'm right there, I'm not going to do that, it has to be, you know, somewhat organic, but also, of the you knows, 
got to record over those. They're very frustrating, but it, it, it's got to make the show better. It's got to be listenable and enjoyable. So I, I hope you like it. I hope you like DJ Kose, and I hope you are patient with me as a listener, and I appreciate your patience, and I appreciate you being supportive and listening to this podcast where I get to talk about the things that I love that make me feel good, whether it's, you know, listening, watching, seeing, feeling, you know, it's just, that's kind of what this is all about. So thank you. And I look forward to the future with this. And I also look forward to getting down to my list, my production list of things I will talk about to keep this organized and my amazing segues to transition out of DJ Kose into the other things I want to talk about. Like how lucky we are and how lame that sounds to say right off the start. I know that phrase is up. Do you ever just, do you ever just sit and think just how lucky we are? And I know it's like, you hear it, it's like, oh God, shut the fuck up. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. All right, I get it. I don't live in a third world country and I, my biggest problem is my fucking iPhone isn't fully charged. It's like, no, I, I'm not trying to say it like that. I'm not trying to be corny or cheesy or just, just like you hear those people say it and it just makes you like fucking cringe that, you know, I'm not trying to be that way about it, but I was watching these shows last night. I was watching Boardwalk and I was watching F is for Family, two shows I'm really fucking into right now. One is new, F is for Family, just came out on Friday. I love being timely with the podcast. It's great. It's exciting. But also, Boardwalk Empire. And I paused because I lost my train of thought. <laughs> not, not for dramatic effect. I lost my train of thought completely. But that's obviously an older show. It's, it's been around, I, I don't know when it started, just, you know. It ended like pretty recently, I think, in 2015 or something. But I was watching these shows, and I was... Laying in my bed, just laying next to my girlfriend. I love the girlfriend. And I was like, all right, it's, it's been a long weekend with the family doing all this wedding shit. I, I need to decompress. I need to watch a show. I need to just let something else entertain me for some, for some time instead of, you know, and I also, <laughs> I was a little footballed out too. And I, I had to watch, you know, I used my Xbox One, I got the apps and everything in there plugged in, and I was switching between Netflix, I was switching between HBO Go, and it was seamless. I, I started off with Epics for Family, and then I transitioned to Boardwalk Empire, and then I transitioned back to Epics for Family by the end of the night. And it, I was just, I had one of those moments, you know, where you're, you know, where you're sitting there. And I kind of had like a, not a out of body experience, but just like one of those existential kind of like, damn, like, damn, you know, it, it's not, it's not that bad. You may hate your job. You may hate your fucking, I don't know, body. I don't know. You may hate, you know, some stuff there, but there, everybody has shitty stuff in their life. Everybody has their baggage. Everybody has this stuff that brings them down every day. But you got to persevere through. I mean, everybody has their fucking thing, no matter who you think it is. But it's like, fuck, it could be worse. And that's what I thought. And it's that simple. It's, you know, it could be fucking worse. And I'm not trying to be, you know, we're so lucky. It's so, it's such a grand state. We live in a grand country. No, it's, it's, but it is nice. It is nice. And, and, and it's nice that we are so fucking spoiled. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, we're so American about the way we do things. We're so, I have my Xbox One flat screen set up in my room so I can lay in bed all day and watch TV, watch shows. I'm watching these new shows I love just entertaining me. And I pay like nothing, next to nothing to watch all this content. Commercial free, mind you. That's another huge thing. Commercial free. We're so goddamn lucky. It's so nice. I mean, I literally, I can't watch football. I just, I'm, I'm realizing I'm saying literally a lot in the podcast. You've got to just tone it down on the words. So, some of my diction is a little off. But when I watch football, I get tired of it. I, I get worn out. Not only because of the football, but because of the commercials. You know, you watch football all day. you got to watch your fantasy players. I, I, I mean, I get it. And I do it, you know, from time to time. I, I more so watch my teams. But... I have to put up with these goddamn commercials all day, and, and it gets trying. It really does. Because not only do you see unoriginal, unfunny, tame commercials that can't piss anybody off, has to play, you know, color right in between the lines, you also are stuck with the same ones all fucking day. Oh, wait, no, all season, all year. Like, the NBA, I think, is the worst about it. I don't know. They're both pretty bad. NFL and NBA are pretty bad. But we're lucky, and it's nice, and, and it's just so convenient. And, and such a treat, such a goddamn treat. I was just laying there, and I'm just like, that's a good, that's two episodes of Episode Family. That's good enough for the comedy aspect I need right now. Actually, I only watched the first one, but watch the first episode, and all right, let's get in Boardwalk before I get too tired to pay attention to a, a very dense show. And then just switched right over to that, started it. No commercials. No, no fucking bullshit to put up with, just straight in and straight out, pure content. It's like, holy shit, we get thousands of hours of this to stream in HD with a $10 a month subscription or whatever it may be. It's subtitles, anything you goddamn need. And fast forward, rewind, right where you want to be and all this good shit. And it's it's a treat and I am just so grateful for it. And maybe it's just, maybe it's the holidays in me a little bit and getting kind of sappy. I don't know. I, I, I just had to say that. I, I just wanted to say that before I talked about those two shows and I'm not, you know, going to really go into a film necessarily for this one for this episode I'm going to talk about what I'm about to see which I'm fucking stoked about I think I talked about a couple podcasts ago but now the time is the time hath come the time is here Star Wars but really though we're very lucky I'm very grateful and not only the shows the content how great everything is how lucky we are how great and, and quality shows and not honestly, not as much movies. I mean, they can be. They're just technology in general. It's like wow, you know, they they have this potential. Shows movies to just be better than they ever have been before in the past, and we get to capture that commercial free and your little subscription for Netflix, whatever it is. So I'm grateful for that, and and it's a it's a good Christmas because I can stay home, enjoy all my shows, never have to leave. And then come December 28th, new season of Marin on Netflix. And no, that, that wasn't a paid advertisement from Mark Marin himself, but I do love the show. I, I love what he puts out, and I've only seen the two seasons. The first two that are only on Netflix. Third one coming out December 28th. It's very exciting. Love that show. Love Marin. Love his comedy. Love his stand-up. Love his... Acting, honestly, his acting's pretty good too. He's pretty funny. But the third season comes out the 28th, so it's a bit of a game changer. 
We'll see if I can maybe find the fourth season online on IFC.com or something like that. It's good, though. It's exciting. And I'm very grateful. So there you have it. But the shows that made me go on that tangent, they're amazing. They're incredible. They are incredible. You ever heard that word? Isn't that word fucking incredible? These shows really did just kind of rock rock my fucking socks the past week. It, it was a dry time for shows that are going to show me a hero. It's like that Amazon advertisement, the show hole. I hate to acknowledge it. It's kind of a dumb advertisement, but it is real. It is real. You finish all that content. It's like finishing a goddamn book. And where did my life go? Show Me Hero, especially with six episodes. It was like the, it wasn't a book, but it was like a long movie and it was just so intense. It was so damn good. And because it was so good, I fell into a show hall. I really did. I was done. I was fucked. Then my roommate was watching Boardwalk and and I said to myself, why haven't I watched this show? I, I, I tried a freshman year, it's like four or five years ago. And it was good, but it was also during a time when HBO wasn't even on streaming. Like, that is why I'm so grateful for all the shows. Like, HBO is, like, my favorite channel. The quality of the content is mind-blowing. And considering how consistent it is, it must be completely... They, they must, it must be completely dependent on the fact that they probably seek out the best talent and only procure that. I'm sure you're going to have some asshole LA kid, you know, working for the company at the front desk as an executive assistant or something. I don't know, or just sec, you know, whatever, just not saying that job doesn't require any intelligence or anything, but like a very simple basic job, you know, working in the mailroom, like getting your foot in the door. I'm sure a lot of the people, well, not a lot, but, but a very, you know, small percentage, a small, I just said, you know, in the past two minutes, gonna, gonna work on it. But these people, I'm sure about 5 to 10%, as with every business, are going to be kind of dumb or whatever. But HBO, they managed to really just work at keeping it consistent and getting the best talent. And not only procuring it, but keeping it and maintaining it. Like Martin Scorsese producing Boardwalk Empire, but he's also producing that show Vinyl coming out. The fact that they have Martin Scorsese on speed dial like that is just... A testament. It's just a testament to the, the network and, and how impressive they are and how great a show like Boardwalk Empire can be. Anything with Scorsese involved is, come on, it touches the fucking gold. And it sounds like a very stereotypical film nerd lover thing to say, but it is true. Nerd lover. A film nerd lover. No, a film lover. A film nerd. Film nerd slash lover thing to say. Scorsese's a genius. He's a fucking genius. And not only did he, he, well, he created his own style. It's, that's, that's what it is. And it was very, or it seems very organic and, and very just unique to him, which is why I love it. And why I love shows like good or shows, movies like Goodfellas. And everybody's going to say that, but you can't not say it because it is damn good. And it's a classic for a reason. He's a producer on the show. Boardwalk, it's so good. Basically follows Nucky Thompson, played by Steve Buscemi, who, of course, is amazing. That guy that's 
the goofy motherfucker in about like 15 Adam Sandler movies and then you actually see him act and oh wow this guy's fucking talented he just still has to you know has to keep the fucking lights on so who wouldn't go on an Adam Sandler movie in the 80s or 90s I think it was like a Mr. Deeds or something but he's also I think it, his first dramatic role I probably saw was Fargo and he's incredible on that too I mean it's still somewhat comedic I mean he's really not comedic at all on Boardwalk he's kind of just like a fucking criminal boss like it is so intense and so awesome and so damn Scorsese it's typical but I love it and it's it matches up with with the content that I enjoy and, and you couldn't watch it and say this sucks I mean you might not like old timey stuff you might not like the 20s or the was it in the 20s I think it was when the let's see prohibition it's about prohibition let's let's go to what the show's actually about follows nucky thompson literally the night when prohibition began sorry i'm googling prohibition is the act of prohibiting no i 1920 to 1930. God damn, that must have been a shitty 13. Well, actually, no. Growing 20s were fucking killer. Then the Great Depression kind of sucked. Right, kind of. It was all right. No, it was a fucking tragedy, but the Growing 20s seemed to kick ass, and despite, you know, alcohol being called illegal, as it was because of prohibition, it also just sparked the way for tons of fucking partying. That's really what was... That's really what was kicked off. And then it also sparked away for an amazing HBO show. Ushami just kills it. He plays a... He plays like a, a, a boss, a politician, a fucking weaselly dude. Based off a true story, though. A real guy. And you gotta love it. You gotta love how unique it is to watch a show like that with Scorsese at the helm. Doing his own thing. For like a thousand hours. <laughs> for just, for an endless amount of time. It's, it's great. The writing is amazing. The, the filming is amazing. I think you should check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. I've only really gotten, no, I've only gotten two episodes and I think I've seen like four or five when I watched them back my freshman year and, and it was good. It was good then. But like I said, I, it just wasn't readily available and, and I just didn't want to fuck with it. So that being said, now I fucking kind of regret it, but I'm also glad I'm more of a, experienced mature viewer who's more patient with these kinds of shows and dialogue and and more trained seriously though it's kind of like fucking training you just gotta watch and watch but I, I love it and, and I hope you give it a shot I'm only two ups in two ups in currently still seeing some things where you look back three or four years later oh yeah I, I remember that scene that kind of weird thing that was yeah but it's still good still entertaining Nonetheless, having seen something that might have already happened, a little bit of deja vu, never killed anybody, except maybe in the movie Deja Vu, I'm not sure, I haven't actually seen it, it looked terrible. So that, you know, Boardwalk Empire, give it, a, give it a shot, Steve Buscemi, Michael Pitt also is in it, Michael Shannon, I think is his name, uh, some other actresses, I'm not a, I don't really know any actress names in, in Hollywood as much, I don't, I watch more like guy shows, I guess, maybe, but something to, something to check out, great acting, great Drama, action, screenwriting, cinematography, <laughs> you name it, down the line. It, oh, wait, it's a Scorsese production. That's what fucking happens naturally. Because it just has the right people behind it. 
And it also is the same kind of thing with if it's her family because Bill Burr is behind it. And not that I'm saying Bill Burr is an established producer or or an amazing director, and he's he's made some incredible films, though, but he's a fucking awesome comedian. He's a great entertainer, and he knows quality. He knows what level of work it takes to get something quality, whether it's him playing drums. He's a big drum guy. He's a hilarious comedian. If you don't know Bill Burr, you got to check him out. you got to check out the Monday Morning Podcast. I think I've even talked about it on here before. You need to listen to it. But you also need to watch a show if it's for family, and that one will probably give him more money you got a second season, so watch that first, then listen to the podcast. It'll be worth your time. Whoa. Jesus. That was my phone. That's good. No crack. Jesus, I just saw the sound thing on the on the recorder go crazy. I, I'm going to have to listen to that again and see how fucking loud it was. But check out Everest for Family. It's basically centered around Bill Burr's character. Sorry, my phone. I, I paused there and I... Phoenix at Utah starting in 15 minutes. You know, I really don't care about that fucking basketball game. I'm sorry. I really don't. I really fucking don't. Please just don't tell me. No, I, you know what? I, maybe I just need to turn off the Suns notifications. I just don't give a shit about them anymore. They're just god-awful. They're just god-awful. Back to Burr. Back to Bill Burr and Bushemi. That is her family. I know there was no segue there. I'm not, I'm, I mean, fuck it. I don't need one. Don't need no goddamn segue. Episode Family is about Bill, and it's about his life when he was younger. I think loosely based. I mean, even though it's a goddamn cartoon, it can only be like so realistically based off of his real experiences, but it's a very good show, and it kind of centers around him growing up as a little kid. I mean, it's not that his character in the show is is the center. It's actually kind of cool. His dad's the center of it. It's. I wonder, I don't know if his dad's even still alive or anything, but it's kind of a cool uh, homage to him. And it is. It's impressive, and it's funny, and it's... It's kind of one of those heartbreaking, sad kind of... Tugs, it tugs at your heartstrings sometimes. It's fucking hilarious, and it's unique, and it's explicit and offensive. But it also is touching sometimes, and that's the kind of the touch... The touch. The touching touch of the... But that's kind of the effect that I think cartoons need to have to really make them more of a, a mainstream accepted medium. I mean, I know a lot of people watch them. I know a lot of people like Family Guy, but more accepted professionally and more considered on equal playing field as a real movie, as a, as a realistic, non-fictional portrayal of something. You know, it's something that can go outside of that and can be funny and, and be kind of fucking ridiculous. And the show, you know, plays, plays both sides a little bit. Sometimes it's realistic and it just has something that would happen and that's how the characters would react and it's like, that's really sad. That's what a trying marriage would do to two people. But on top of that, you might have a goofy, physical, cartoonish explosion or whatever, anything. It doesn't matter. But the show kind of plays both sides of that and it combines into something that you can enjoy and, and watch and and get connected to the characters it's serialized it's, it tells a story and each episode not only is it i guess you know family guys some shows like that they might still kind of have a story like some things happen to the characters but at the end at the end of the day they, they come back into square one and just do the exact same thing they've always been doing the show i mean i've only watched three episodes halfway done with it there's only six episodes sadly i wish there was more but each one has built off of the other and hasn't taken a step back. I can see even 
the connection between him and his like hippie porn star neighbor. It's something that is going to come around full circle by the end of the season, and it's cool to know that. It's cool to connect to a character like that, and even if it is a cartoon. And that's what I'm in. You know, I don't watch, I don't watch these cartoons at all. I don't watch Family Guy. I don't watch, you know, American Dad. I don't think they're bad. I used to watch them back in the day. I don't watch them anymore. I usually watch shows that, like, I, you know, I try to keep it quality content for the culture. You know, I try and focus on that type of show, and it's cool to be able to feature a cartoon, something that isn't standard. It's unique and just so different than something I'm used to watching, but also still make me feel, still make me think, still make me work a little bit as a viewer. And that's with with funny, original humor, still clever, you know, still some dumb, stupid, you know, curse word humor, whatever. I still think that's funny. And and, and that kind of brings me to another point of why I love it. it. It's completely explicit. I mean, they say the F word, they say... They say the F word. They say fuck. They say shit. They say whatever you goddamn well please. And it's awesome. I love that. I love a, I love a show that's authentic. And it makes me just love Bill Burr all the more. I love his I love his delivery and the way he talks with that goddamn accent of his. It's it's just so funny. And he's perfect for that dad character. Yelling at his damn kids and shit. It's, it just makes you laugh. And it also makes you relate to him. He's just funny. So I'd say check it out. F is for family. And it also has an amazing introduction i think the song the animation the kind of almost story they tell with it it's very impressive worth your time i hope you enjoy it so evans for family boardwalk empire i'm not going to go you know boardwalk i'll get into more eventually it's i think five seasons it's dense i i'll go more into it but for now check it out and, and hopefully watch along with me it's all done i'm going to crank it out in a few weeks i think i'm that's how i am with these shows and if it's for family, I'll probably finish tonight because it's 30 minutes long and I may touch on it later. But either way, I hope you check it out. I hope you enjoy it. And my final point before I let you all go, I'm almost at the 40-minute mark. I hate to be in here. It's too long. But I just wanted to talk about the movies I'm going to be coming up on. I got to do a little music, DJ Kose. Just check him out. He's interesting, stimulating, strange. Go. Do it. And then I also mentioned some shows. I usually like to touch on movies. Didn't really touch on any except some Adam Sandler movies earlier, which isn't worth much. But either way, the movies I'm going to see matter more than movies I have seen. I am so goddamn excited for the new Star Wars. I'm going to see it tomorrow night, and I'm so goddamn pumped, and I have a free popcorn voucher. It's just going to be, like, the best Christmas ever. I'm so goddamn excited. I'm going to see that. I'm going to try and see the big short with, uh, what is it, the big short? The, the Four White Guys, I think, is the alternative title. It's like, four, what was I think I saw that on like Reddit or something. The Four White Guys with different hairstyles. It's like, all right, you know, fair point. Fair point. Looks good, though. Directed by Adam McKay. Kind of strange. But I'm excited to see that. Keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for Star Wars. And keep an, well, obviously keep an eye out for Star Wars. How could you not? It's fucking advertised everywhere. Either way, I think you'll enjoy it. And then finally, just make sure to check out... Uh, the Revenant coming out on Christmas Day. I don't think I'll get another podcast before Christmas Day. I think that's definitely what I want to feature on the next show. Maybe just talk about movies for a little bit. What's going on? Right now I know on the podcast it's listed only in music and iTunes. Hopefully I can get that fixed. But for now it's going to be in music. I do feature music. But I also can talk about shows and movies like fucking endlessly. So I hope you I hope you uh, find it either way. And I hope you listen to it. And I hope you tell your friends about it. It's content for the culture. It's an exciting time with. Christmas movies coming out, and it's an exciting time to have unlimited HBO streaming to watch the shows you love.
So without further ado, going to leave you with another DJ Cozy track. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas and holiday season, Hanukkah, whatever it is that you enjoy. Even if it's nothing, I just hope you have a great week. Great holiday season with your family, friends, everything like that. I know I am going to. And I'm going to have a great time in the theater watching the new Star Wars as well. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about that on the show. And I hope I love it. I hope you guys love it too. This next song is XTC. Short for Ecstasy. This has been the Content from the Culture Podcast. And I hope you have a wonderful Christmas with your family and friends. Here's DJ Kose.